0: hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of blame it on the stars podcast we spill all the tea on what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars it is jade here and it's Kara. and this week we've got a lot of really good Things happening in the astrology. We've got the end of Mercury retrograde, a new moon, some other things that are pretty nice. But if you did not know, last week we also had an extremely beautiful week in terms of the astrology. Mars is now at home in Aries. Venus is now at home in Taurus. So if you want to know what on Earth that means and why it's so amazing, then definitely listen to last week's episode where we detail more about what that means for you and exactly that, why it's amazing. But other than that, Mercury is still retrograde at the time we're recording this, and it's definitely been retrograde-ing, <laughs> for example, Kara and I are recording this episode racing against the possibility of a thunderstorm. So if it rains and thunders during the episode, hopefully it doesn't. That's very Mercury Retrograde. But Kara, how have you been? I've been
1: all right. I tried to use Universal Control, the new like Mac thing, and it has been unreliable. So very on brand, I guess, for Mercury Retrograde. I also very quickly wanted to shout out the fact that google drive has made some updates my apologies if i am a little bit late to these updates because i honestly stopped using google drive as soon as graduation happened i needed that break for myself but now that i'm back to doing astrology and podcast things i was using it and long story short They started making uh, some new features that are similar to Notion, which is just, like, another, like, note-taking type of app. Like, they added in some, like, endless, like, pages and different types of, like, tables that are, like, kind of new. I mentioned this way back when we did our, like, 2022, like, astrology overview and all of the retrogrades being in air signs. So I thought that was really interesting. It caught me by surprise. And again, I might be a little bit late on the news, but did want to mention it.
0: Yeah. So some more air like things are happening. But as we dive into the astrology, this is your regular scheduled reminder that podcast ratings are helpful. Reviews are helpful. Sharing the podcast is also helpful. However, all of those things are optional. Feel free to participate or feel free to pass. Without further ado, let's discuss the astrology of this week. We kick off this week bright and early Monday morning. So if you're someone who doesn't normally listen on a Monday, then you missed it. If you're listening to this on Monday, congrats, you now know what's happening. More incentive to listen on Monday, by the way, if you're not a Monday listener. The new moon in Gemini happens on Monday, May 30th. This happens at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so the New York time zone. This happens at 9 degrees in Gemini. New moons are new beginnings, new cycles, and these are relating to all the Gemini themes. Why this new moon feels a little bit more special to me than normal is this is the first time we're having a Gemini new moon that isn't eclipse. If you remember the past year and a half, we've had Gemini and Sagittarius eclipse. We're getting to experience a new moon in Gemini without it being an eclipse. So it's pretty nice and refreshing if you ask me. Some of the things we'll be thinking about during this time are ways that we can better our communication skills, better ways to follow our curiosities and explore our interests, and also invite in a nice approach to life that's more lighthearted, where you're able to laugh things off and you're able to be much more adaptable. If you're not normally someone who can just go with the flow and brush things off, I know I am really not that great at that some from time to time. Go with the flow, yes. Brushing things off, not so much. So for me personally, and if you're like me, this might be the same for you. This is a good opportunity to be like, hey, I take things way too seriously. I need to, Taylor Swift, shake it off.
1: Yeah, I'm actually so excited for this new moon. I think around this time last year was when I started taking Chris Brennan's electional astrology course. Did I finish it? Sort of. I did not take the test part of it yet. Maybe that will be on my summer to do list, but it is a really good time for learning and just kind of exploring new things. I recently was listening to The Power of Habit. It's kind of a popular habit book. I didn't finish it before I had to return the audiobook, so I probably will be borrowing that again so that I can finish reading it, but I really enjoyed it, so I don't know if you've been in the mood to read or if you have any book recommendations, feel free to DM us because I am trying to enjoy reading for fun and relaxing or like, again, listening to things or also podcasts if you have any podcast recommendations, like definitely Let us know. But that's going to be a big thing. This is also happening at nine degrees Gemini, and nine degrees is ruled by Sagittarius. So there really is a lot of like expansion and like learning and just kind of like a drive to explore new things, which is really exciting.
0: Yeah. And I remember I went on a rant about this during the Gemini season episode, which is that it's really easy to brush off the new moon in Gemini and be like, listen, I don't really care about the way that I think. Because To think about how you think requires some consciousness and not to call you you out if you're listening to this and you feel called out, but you're probably not paying enough attention to the way that you think. And the way that we think and the stories we tell ourselves matter because our thoughts to some extent create our reality. And we can choose to look at things in a multitude of perspectives and... To have consciousness to reflect and look back and think about the way that you're thinking about things and the stories you're telling yourself matters because you might find you're telling yourself some pretty horrible things or you might find that you are, like me, taking yourself way too seriously and that you're not able to – maybe you're not listening enough. Maybe you're stuck in this thought loop. Whatever your story is, that's personal to you. But the new moon in Gemini is serving as a check in for you to look at the way you're thinking and figure out what's going on in there and then make those changes. And yes, like thinking about thinking might sound boring, but if you aren't aware, then you don't know what to change. And That's the most important thing is to become aware. It's called mindfulness for a reason. So just want to emphasize that because people tend to find the Mercury things, unless it's Mercury retrograde for some reason, not that exciting. I know this because we have the data and I can see if there's a Venus episode, people are listening. If there's a Mercury episode, people don't care unless it's Mercury retrograde. And I'm assuming it's because we don't find intellectual thought, mindful mindful things, anything like that to be exciting. I, I can just make that assumption and I could be totally wrong and I hope I'm wrong, but felt the need to stress that before we brush off the new moon in Gemini as just like a new moon where we're thinking about thinking. Yeah, I was
1: actually thinking about this today because I started watching How to Get Away with Murder I'm not going to give any spoilers, but there's like a lot of lying, I guess, involved in the show. And naturally, I was just kind of thinking about how the different characters were telling stories or making up stories, but they said it so many times that it seemed like the truth. Like it literally seemed like they believed it. And obviously, this is a TV show. They're actors. Like that's how it's supposed to be. But I was also thinking about the fact that, like, if you tell yourself something enough, you kind of start believing it, if that makes any sense. And there's, like, layers to this because – I don't know where I read this, but sometimes if you, like, say affirmations and they feel uncomfortable, sometimes you need to, like, take a different approach before you do the affirmations because then your brain will be like, no, 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 no. Like, that's not true because it just doesn't feel true yet. And then that's just not the right – approach for that moment or for wherever you're at like currently which changes over time regardless you can tell yourself whatever you want so if you are able to kind of become more aware of what your thoughts are and if you kind of start on that journey and then maybe find some other ways to integrate affirmations but I also feel like it doesn't have to be an affirmation in the sense that it has to be I am worthy I am enough I am loved. Those are amazing, but it also could be like, I'm excited for today. I'm capable of doing this. I will finish my to-do list. An affirmation could be something that's a little less traditional too. So just wanted to mention that. And yeah, communication is important. I'm sure that you're sick of hearing it with Mercury retrograde being in Gemini and the focus on communication, but Regardless, new moon Gemini is a great time to think about how you are communicating with others, what you're contributing, if the things you're saying are uplifting others and supporting others, or if they're maybe
0: not doing that, and what adjustments you can make in order to better communicate with the people around you. So there's only one aspect to this new moon that's worth mentioning, because it's the only one that's happening, which is that the sun and moon are sextile Mars, and... With this being said, right, okay, think about the way that you're thinking, but Mars is a motivating force. It's adding drive to our thoughts. So on one side, you might be thinking a lot, feeling a lot, but on the plus side, you might be able to take action on these things.
1: I think that Mars being there really helps balance it out because of all the Gemini intellectual energy, we can very much get stuck in our heads. And then Mars being there is really going to help, like you said, to get us to take action and actually like do the thing instead
0: of just sit there and think about the thing. So if you want to know more about what the new moon in Gemini looks for your life specifically or honestly any transits that are happening Kara and I do offer readings. I know we haven't talked about that in a while because, to be honest, we were both a little busy and there were not that many slots on my end. So there are more now. It's Gemini season. We've got some time to talk. So we'll have links if you're interested in booking a reading with either Kara or I. They're hosted on intro. If anyone remembers when we would talk about our readings more often, intro is an app that allows you to have FaceTime-style calls with either me or Cara, and we can discuss pretty much anything that your heart desires in terms of astrology. And there's different time slots available from 15 minutes up to an hour, so you can just book how much time you want to meet with us, type a little note what you want to talk about, And we'll be able to chat face-to-face through an app. So if you're interested in that, the links will be in our description. Let's talk some good news. I know we've all been waiting for this. On June 3rd at 4 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Mercury stations direct in Taurus, meaning that Mercury retrograde is over. We love this because that means that communication's back on track. All of those Mercury retrograde things you've been dealing with are pretty much done. It's not going to happen anymore. The good news is, is that Mercury in Taurus is pretty practical and it's pretty logical and it prefers to think things through before taking action, which is necessary after this retrograde. So while Mercury is in Taurus, you'll have some time to adjust back to getting your communication schedule back on track. However, Mercury will only be in Taurus for just about 10 days before it enters Gemini for the second time, which happens on June 13th.
1: Another thing with Mercury and Taurus too that I feel like it's not mentioned enough about Taurus energy and Taurus being like a very like honest and like trustworthy type of sign so when Mercury's in Taurus again we're gonna have that very like honest communication so that's something to kind of like look forward to especially as we're in the post shadow type period where Mercury is now direct and things are kind of starting to come together again so anything that was kind of stirred up will hopefully start to Settle and then work out again?
0: Well, there's only one aspect that Mercury in Taurus will make, which is on June 10th. Mercury has a trine to Pluto. And this is pretty nice because this is a time where you can ask the more difficult questions. What I really like about this is if you are really curious about something, whether it be a situation, a story, or just anything going on in life, Mercury trine Pluto is the go-ahead to conduct an in-depth analysis. Like think research paper vibes where you're really digging into the history, understanding the origins of the the situation, coming to conclusions – and contextualizing what happens next. Citing your sources. Citing your sources. Thinking critically. Yes. <laughs> yeah. This is critical thinking. Honestly, I just realized that I have exams around this time. So I'm, if you're a student, maybe you're looking forward to June 10th to study, because I will be.
1: Speaking of honesty with Mercury and Taurus, if you are asking, questions or looking to investigate something, maybe think twice because you don't want to be asking questions that you don't genuinely want to know the answer to. I know that's oddly specific, but sometimes finding things out or asking questions can lead to some hurt feelings or some other things happening and that's not me saying don't ask questions don't advocate for yourself don't find the answers you need that's just me saying be mindful of your own feelings and sometimes closure
0: comes in other ways well to switch things up we end the week in terms of transits on june 4th saturn stations retrograde in aquarius this happens at 5 37 pm eastern standard time saturn retrogrades we've dealt with them we were we're familiar with this energy it's nothing new it's nothing out of the ordinary however it does still matter on a societal level because we see revisions in technology happening we're also reflecting on human rights and there's just a lot of things in the world that are happening right now so many things there's a lot to think about and there's a lot that needs to be looked at further and things need to be revised and that's kind of what saturn retrograde is here for there are so many things that are wrong (laughs) that should be corrected and saturn retrograde right it deals with Humanitarian causes, retrograde is revisions. So, hopefully, these are positive revisions that provide benefit for the greater good.
1: Yeah. So, Saturn is one of the outer planets that does deal with more societal things on a larger scale. So, there are going to be things that are happening, or even just like subtle shifts that are not as obvious just because it's not one of the inner planets. So, you might see the transitions and the things happening over a longer period of time but I can say and on a more personal level with Saturn retrograde it is a good time to kind of reestablish your foundation if you will and as someone who just graduated and is trying to start quote-unquote my adult life or the next stage of my life So whether you also just graduated or if you're in some other type of like life transition, Saturn retrograde is really about kind of reflecting on where we've been, where we want to go. And again, building that like solid type of foundation, whether that's your routines or your literal home, like it could be anything, but that's kind of where your mind will be at. And per usual, Saturn's like been in Aquarius. It's retrograded there before. 10 out of 10 recommend looking at your chart, seeing what house in your chart is ruled by Aquarius because that's the area of your life that's going to be affected the most and again if you don't know how to do that readings you can book a reading
0: also revisions with tech as we mentioned digital boundaries the way we use social media Tara and I have thought about some of the ways we can change up our utilization of tech and next week we have a very special episode coming so if you made it this far, thank you for listening all the way. Let's talk next week. It's our three-year anniversary, and we're really excited, and we really want to make our anniversary episode something special for everyone. So we are going to do an astrology Q&A. It can be questions about podcasts, questions about astrology, astrology resources, questions about us, whatever questions you feel you want to ask, please send them our way. You can always send them through our Instagram DMs. That would be the preferred method. Or you could always write us an email. Anchor also has a feature where you can send
1: in voice recordings of any questions you might have. So I can put that link in our bio if you want to have your voice in our podcast and then you just click it and then you can upload your question again like in like a little voice memo type of format
0: which would be cute and fun and then you can hear yourself in next week's episode and get a taste of what it's like to be in a podcast and also to just want to mention that there isn't anything happening in the astrology next week anyway convenient for us that our anniversary episode fell during a boring week in terms of the astrology so Tune in next week for some fun, and then we'll get back onto it the following week where we'll talk all about Mercury re-entering Gemini and the full moon in Sagittarius. But for now, that's a wrap on this week. We'll have some fun next week, and we'll get back to our regular scheduled transit nonsense the following week. Thank you all for three years. (laughs) That's crazy. And we love you, and we'll see you all next Monday. Bye.